0: The bloodlines of the world run in my veins because I offered freedom to the oppressed. I'm many things and many people. I am the nation. I'm 200 million living souls and the ghost of millions who have lived and died for me. I'm Nathan Hale and Paul Revere. I stood at Lexington and fired the shocker around the world. I'm Washington, Jefferson, Patrick Henry. I'm John Paul Jones, the Green Mountain, David Crockett. Coming to you from the D Tom Studios in the free state of Florida, sponsored by Maker's Mark Bourbon. This is Don't Tread on America. How's it going out there today? It's Friday, June 30th, 2023. Last day of the month. It is flying by. Tomorrow will be July 1st. Uh We talked about that the other day. What will that bring? Fed now? Hmm? Utter chaos and catastrophe? What kind of What kind of Independence Day are we gonna have? Before we get into all that, guys, make sure whatever podcast app you're listening to this on, you uh, subscribe. Number one, make sure you're following the show. That way you get updates, and whenever I do a show, I try to stick to a schedule, but, you know, life happens, right? So if you're subscribed to the show, obviously, you'll know when a show pops up, right? But then also, make sure you're sharing this with your friends. Spread the word. Let's keep the D-Tom train rolling down the tracks, and hopefully we don't derail and to a pool of hazardous materials anyway so what else okay so uh social media guys if you're on the facebook instagram or the ticker talker we're on there also don't tread on america make sure you're following the show there uh i don't really post post a whole lot of stuff occasionally but more people that follow the page actually post on there and that's fine uh, from those situations, you can message the show. If you have any questions, concerns, if you want to call me idiot, whatever, that's fine. Um, also, if you're not on social media, that's fine. Also, you can find us at don't and you can follow us there. Subscribe to the website. You won't get spam. You won't get a bunch of crap. Uh, I don't do that. I barely have enough time to do this podcast three days a week, let alone any, uh, vlogging and stuff occasionally i do that now i will also say this moving forward as july is about to approach there's a very good chance that i'm going to be going out for surgery here in the next couple of weeks nothing that's going to keep me from doing this show Uh, you're welcome no (laughs) but in actuality what it'll do because i'll probably be out of work for a couple of weeks um What I'll probably end up doing is a lot of shows because I'll have literally nothing else to do. So (laughs) there'll be a lot of research. There'll be a lot of shows. I'll get bored. I might do some live shows. So if you want to hear me live, uh, the only way you can do that is to download the Podbeam app on your phone. Follow the show from there because that is who my distributor is, is Podbeam. And they, uh, you know, I could do live shows on there. So, or, you know, follow us on Facebook. Maybe I'll do some Facebook Lives. You can see my banged-up chicken wing here or whatever. So we'll see. Don't know exactly when and what's going on. It'll be a couple weeks before we find all that out. But I will keep you in the loop. But nonetheless, follow the show. All right, guys, I... I have a show that I want to do, but I'm actually going to save this one for Sunday. Oh, great. Here he goes again, teasing us with some bullshit show. Well, the thing is, the show that I have planned, and I don't want to say what it is because, you know, there's a lot of copycatters out there. You know, I do this show on Wednesday about all the stuff that the mainstream media is not talking about and all these mainstream podcasts. No one's talking about it. Then all of a sudden, we're going to start talking about it. You're welcome. Guys, you know, I really don't care if you want to steal shamelessly from me. I bet you don't know who said that. But anyway, and uh, just throw just throw me a bone. Come on. <laughs> just throw me a bone. At any rate, um, I, I feel the show that I have planned would be better suited for closer to uh, Independence Day. And you'll understand what I'm talking about when I do the show. So what I'm doing today is I'm just going to bring you a quick little show. It won't be very long. Four hours later. No. Seriously, I'm thinking 30, 45 minutes. Um, and I'm just going to touch on some topics that are going on that you might not even be aware of. Because um, mainstream media, once again, not talking about this. So I'm going to let you all know. And then I'm going to touch on a couple of uh, Supreme Court rulings that you probably have heard about. And I'm going to give you my two cents on the whole situation. But first, I want you to listen to this. Oh, and, uh, and, and let me say this in English, so you can understand what I'm saying. I have translation. No, I know you have translation, but I'm, I just want to make sure you get it right. There will come a day that we will see far more radical, extremist, and terrorists coming out of Europe because of lack of decision making trying to be politically correct or assuming that they know the middle east and they know islam and they know the others far better than we do and i'm i'm sorry but that's pure ignorance all right so That was the foreign minister of the UAE, uh, Abdul bin Zahid, um, his words on radicalizing people and how Europe is nurturing them. And now this was back in 2017. So this is about five and a half, six years ago that he gave this speech. And um, essentially, you heard what he said. He was talking about Europe. Now, if you don't know this... um, now, granted, I know the majority of our listeners are here in America, and uh, and I'm not saying you guys are dumb or stupid, but you might or you might not know this, but if you recall mm, five or so years ago, well, I would say within the last 10 years, basically ever since Europe became the UE, the UE, EU, the EU, <laughs> Uh, you know, essentially what that, what that allowed is you could basically travel through Europe, kind of like traveling through the States, essentially. But what that also caused was a mass migration of Middle Easterners into Europe, into different parts of Europe. Now you had some countries say, fuck that shit. But you had some countries that in the woke world that we live in today, one, oh, welcome. Come, come, come on. Come on. Bring your poor young. Look at Europe. Look at England. Look at France. Look at uh, a couple of other different countries uh, for example and they allowed a, a huge migration of Middle Easterners into their country. Now I'm not sitting here saying that all of those people are bad. I'm not saying that. But all those people are bad. Now, when you have a mass migration of one particular type, you know, uh, ethnic people, right, you're going to have bad eggs. There's bad eggs in every race and white people, black people, brown people, whatever there. There's everyone's got bad people. There's not any like, oh, they're Muslim. They're horrible. Oh, they're black. They're horrible. Oh, they it's it doesn't work like that pieces of shit are pieces of shit doesn't matter what color they are right i shit out a green turd this morning it still went down the toilet yesterday it was brown it doesn't matter (laughs) a piece of shit's a piece of shit right so when you have these mass migrations of a specific ethnic ethnicity you're gonna have issues so in europe it's middle easterners flooding the country In America, granted, we have our share of Middle Easterners that live here. But what's been going on recently with the southern border, mass migration of Hispanics, not necessarily Mexicans, just people from Mexico or Central America in general, also mixed into that bunch are Middle Middle Easterners because, you know, not for nothing, but, you know, they kind of look the same. But then also (laughs) you've had Chinese and, and whatever, not that they necessarily look like Mexicans, but you understand what I'm saying. So put put our issues with our border on the back burner, like our government, put it on the back burner, and let's focus on Europe and what's going on in France today. Well, if you guys don't know this, France is on fire. The there is a tremendous uh some people are calling it a race war. Um a uh A lot of these are in French, so it's very hard to understand. But um, you have a lot of Islam and Muslims that are just terrorizing the streets of France. I mean, they're, you know, streets of France, streets of Paris, streets, you know, all throughout France, tearing down um, light poles. It looks very much like the Summer of Love was here cars being torched police cars uh someone stole i saw a video of someone stole a, a bus like a city bus and ran it into a uh like a shopping mall and these these people just mm. pl- flooded in and stole what they stole you have um you have people t- overrunning police stations police vehicles police vans whatever and uh they're um st- taking the rifles ...and whatnot out of the out of the police vans... ...and then they're setting up on top of buildings as snipers. So... ...and... When, ...when you're... ...when you're a particular ethnic type... ...okay, for example... ...these are Muslims. They look a certain way. I'm not trying to be racist, but it is what it is. If you're white, you're white. If you're black, you're black. If you're Middle Eastern, you're Middle Eastern. You have a type. You look a certain way. Right? So, in France... I would assume kind of like America, the majority of their population is white. They speak French, whatever, but they're, they're Caucasian. Um, there are black people. There are probably Asians and whatever in France, but it's not the numbers you might think it is. So if you're of Middle Eastern descent and you steal sniper rifles out of police vans, it's very easy to set up on top of a building on high. And shoot whoever in the fuck you want to. Because it's not that you care who you're shooting. You're not necessarily going after police or government officials or whatever the case may be. You're just trying to kill white people. You're trying to, because you, you're going to assume that that person you're shooting is French, you know, a Caucasian French person, or maybe possibly a, an American tourist or a tourist from whatever other country. Uh, either way, win win. So I'm watching this video now, and I'm not. There's no sense in playing it. It's a guy on a bike, on a motorcycle, with a GoPro or whatever, just taking video. And there's cars, and there's trucks, and there's whatever burnt out. So we have a couple of people that listen to us from France, and I know I have one, a couple of people in um, in uh, Spain that listens to the show. So. Please, guys, if you're listening, when you listen to this, if it's in the next day or two, if you could shoot me some footage that you're seeing over there, because I'm not seeing anything on mainstream media here. What I'm looking at is on Twitter. So, you know, it's very sketchy. Some of it's in French. And, uh, me no parlez-vous français? You know what I'm saying? (laughs) So, um, whatever you guys see. Um, but whatever this is, you know, like this one person tweeted out, um, you know, thousands have been arriving uh, by the day, nonstop for ten years. They're only a few hundred miles from the UK. Once they've leveled France and burnt down every church, race war is coming. But they're in the UK. This is this person is from the UK. I'm assuming that uh, wrote this, but. Then some of this is in French. Some people are blaming uh, some some guy from India. Let me see if I can find it again, real quick. I don't want to spend all day on this. I just thought you guys should know. If you're curious, um, go. If you're on Twitter, go to Twitter. Look up French uh, France riots. Uh, France is burning. Whatever, and uh, and you'll you'll see what I'm talking about. And like I said, obviously, if you live over that way, you know what's going on. Probably even better, you know, than I do, than what I've seen. But for whatever reason, it's not being covered here on our news. I, I don't know why you wouldn't cover it. But, um, I mean, yeah, it looks like it's going on in India, Sweden, UK. So it, it's, it's spreading through... Through all of Europe, and uh, it's bad. Like I, I wouldn't want to be over there. And um, so, let's see. With this president, Macron has blamed video games and bad parroting for mass riots. So there you go. It's all the parents' fault. It wouldn't be your fault. Now I don't. I don't know why they're rioting. We we. I haven't seen any decisive we're doing this because of that um but they're saying the police are going through now and just shooting riders in the street they're just uh it's it would appear to be utter chaos i mean utter destruction chaos um and and you gotta wonder why so this this is a person um So, this is from a Muhammad Islam. He uh, is male. I'm sorry. He is an activist against Islamophobia. Um, He tweets out, You are are definition of blind. You can't see the truth. You fool. The police killed a Muslim boy because he crossed away from the traffic. That's why the riot in France. So... um, Right, I'm sure that's lost in translation, but essentially, from what I'm gathering now, maybe the police killed a Muslim boy and they're losing their shit. Nothing that you don't see here in America when a white police officer gets involved in a situation with a black you know person of some whatever kind. And if that, you know, George Floyd, for example, like I said, this looks very much like the summer of love in 2020. But uh, if you're in France, if you're listening to this and you don't, I'm sure you know, if you're in the surrounding areas, guys, I'd probably be ready. Now, (laughs) I'm saying get ready because I live in America. What I would be doing if this was happening Happening. Anywhere in the vicinity of where I'm at, I'm making sure all my guns are loaded. I'm making sure, you know, I'm barricaded in my house. I'm making sure everything's situated. Um, (laughs) I live in America. I have those freedoms. Unfortunately for you guys over in Europe, you don't necessarily have those freedoms. So good luck. All right. So what else do we have? I think we're just going to stick on the Twitter machine here, and we're going to go Supreme Court. <laughs> All right. So yesterday, the Supreme Court made essentially uh, affirmative action illegal uh, for you know college admissions. So essentially, it said that when kids whatever color whatever creed whatever religion whatever economic background apply for university wherever that they uh, that the school should not take race into consideration so you know if Bobby Johnson white kid from Nebraska wants to go to Harvard he fills out his application his race and whatever should not be taken into consideration. Now, if Jerome Johnson from Oakland wants to go to Harvard, same thing. Okay? So, and basically, <laughs> let me see. How do you get into college? Okay, so you're, you're whatever color, you're male, female, whatever. You should be able to get into school, whatever school you would choose to go to or that you would like to go to. You have what good grades, at least I would I would assume at least a high three point six seven eight nine <laughs> GPA or higher. Like that's on the low end, like a three point five and a decent SAT is gonna get you into like maybe your state school that you live in, whatever state you live in. Um If it's a 4.0 or higher and you have really good SAT scores, then you might go to Ivy League school of some sort, Harvard, Yale, whatever, Princeton. Um, And it shouldn't matter that you're white or you're black or you're Chinese or you're whatever. It shouldn't matter. If you have the grades and you qualify as a person, whatever color, whatever gender, whatever. Uh, if you got purple hair you got blonde hair you got brown hair whatever <laughs> it shouldn't matter it should be all about the numbers right <laughs> and the most racist racist things that have come out from this is you have these people on the left different commentators different you know talking heads whatever you want to call them talking about how because of this now black people aren't going to be able to go to school so, essentially, it's very much the Biden line of, you know, what was it? Uh, black and Hispanic kids are just as smart as, as white. As, or, no, the poor kids are just as smart as white kids or something like that. Um, or what was the one thing he said uh, about black people not having internet, not being able to get online and, and get the driver's license and stuff like that. I mean, these people call you stupid right to your face and it's like by encouraging biden and these people that sit here and talk about how now black people aren't gonna be able to go to college because of this ruling how do you even how do you even follow that how do you even say yeah they're right we're so stupid we're never going to get into school because now we don't have a leading edge because of my skin color back in the 80s there was now this isn't this isn't new obviously this this affirmative action thing being turned over just happened yesterday. But the, the whole point of being some sort of race to be able to qualify for things is not new, right? If you guys recall, if you're my age or older, you would probably recall a movie back in the 80s. I don't know exactly what year it came out, but what was it? Um, I Just Had It. I Just Had It and Lost It. Story of My Life, right? Anyway, fuck, I can't believe I forgot the name of that movie. Uh, shit. It'll come to me here. Just give me a second. Okay, so... <sighs> Soul Man. Soul Man. <laughs> that was the name of the movie. I knew I'd figure it out. So, if you recall, I don't... I mean, this movie was... I don't know, 30-some-odd years ago. If you recall, and I don't even remember the actor that was in it off the top of my head... Um, God, I can't remember. I want to say C. Thomas Howe or something, but I don't even know if that's right. Um. So, at any rate, so this kid in the movie, he uh, paints his face. Um. Oh, damn, I was right. So I looked it up. C. Thomas Howe. <laughs> wow, that pulled that one out of my ass. Anyway, so uh, he's trying to get into college. I don't know what school, whatever, it doesn't matter. And he doesn't qualify. He has the grades and he has decent enough grades. He doesn't have like perfect grades. And uh, so essentially he goes into blackface to become a black student and he gets accepted into school. So you're talking a movie that's what, 37 years old. Ha 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 comedy movie. But it's, it's not a joke. It's, it really, I'm not saying that necessarily really happened. But I think there was a lot of kids, white kids, that made decent enough grades, not perfect grades, not, you know, 4.0 with a 1600 SAT score grades, but decent enough, but still couldn't get accepted because you had to have a certain number of whatever color students. Is that fair? No. And it's. We can have the argument. Well, if a black kid has a 3.5 and a four, you know a 1200 SAT score, he's not going to get into college. Okay, that's not true. He might not get into the college he wants to go to, but he can probably get into a little bit of a smaller college. He could probably get into a, a like a community college or whatever. Work his, you know, work on his, his grades and get him up a little bit higher Then he can go to the state school or Harvard or whatever. Not everyone's going to be a doctor. Not everyone's going to be a, you know, a lawyer. Not everyone's going to be these people. You might want to do this as a kid. You might dream. I want to be a doctor. Well, you might not, you might want to be anything. You might not be smart enough to be that. You might be an average student. Just because you're black or Hispanic or a female or whatever doesn't qualify you to go to school. It doesn't. I'm sorry. And I think the thing that pisses me off the most about this thing was I went to school. Like when I graduated high school, I went to college. And um, I got kicked out because I was white. No, I'm joking. I... I... um. Where was I going with that thought? I went to school, but I didn't know what I wanted to do. Okay? And, you know, eventually just like I'm, I'm wasting my time doing this. So I stopped and I went down other roads. Um, why does affirmative action have to start and stop at school level, at the, at the college, university level? And the reason I say that is this, as a person who's worked their whole life now, I've worked, I mean, even when I was in school, I worked. It's not like we were rich by any stretch of the imagination, so I was one of those kids that had to work. You, you guys, if you're 30, 40, 50, 60 years old, you're going to understand exactly what I'm talking about. Um, in this country, especially, I don't know how it is in other countries, but in this country, you have employers that are so worried about checking a box, so to speak. Okay. Now, the company I work for, I'm going on almost 20 years of being with them. And I remember, I don't, I want to say maybe 10, 15 years ago, somewhere around there, they started this whole diversity stuff. We, you know, do you know what diversity is? We need to do diversity, we need to be a more diverse company, and blah, blah, blah. And, of course, even back then, I knew what they meant, you know, because I'd been around a little bit. And essentially, I, I would suggest people for to come, you know, well, why don't you come work for us? You know, put in an application. I'll put in a good word for you. And without necessarily asking the question, I would get asked the question they not necessarily in these words, but, you know, oh, so, you know, hey, there's this there's this guy that works at this place and he's thinking about uh, applying here. And, you know, sometimes you get asked the question that you probably shouldn't be asked. And, uh, you know, what color is he or she? Oh, the white. Oh, they don't check a box. I mean, I literally got told that one time what the fuck you mean they don't check but what does that mean what does that mean oh well don you wouldn't understand you're white what the fuck does that mean they don't check a box who cares i don't care if they're white they're black they're hispanic they're asian i don't give a shit if they're a hard worker oh that's good enough for me that's all i need is someone who's going to bust their ass i don't need a a quota of a certain ethnicity to work with me i don't need that i don't care. I just need someone that's gonna work. And I'm not saying that because they're white, they're a better worker, or because they're black, they're a shitty worker. I'm not saying that because they're like I said at the beginning of the show, there's just as many pieces of shit white people as there are all black people, as there are all brown people, as there are Asians. I don't know if you can call them yellow or not, but anyway. So what does that mean? Now, in in work, in business, diversity isn't even just necessarily about color. So a while back, you had a big woman's push, where you had a lot of companies push woman in women woman women into higher levels of the company because they needed to fill a quota. Oh, we have a uh, thousand high-level managers, and nine hundred and ninety of them are men. We need, and we only have 10 women, and they're all white. So, you know, we need more women, and we need women of color. I don't think that's fair. I And the company I work for, and I'm not going to tell you who I work for. Those few people that listen to this that know who I am and know what I do, whatever. You guys can understand what I'm saying. But you, you, you can't necessarily worry about checking a box when you have to run a a business now in the the, with the place i work with the higher ups are all people that and I, i don't want to call them kids but they're kids because they're a little younger than me or they're younger than me but whatever are all people of varying races colors uh women men whatever that didn't move their way up through the company to become bosses. They were hired in as bosses because they had a college education. And I think in some instances, especially with where I work, I don't know that a piece of paper should be a qualifying factor for you to be a boss. I don't think that. My opinion means absolute shit, but there are certain jobs, yes, that that piece of paper is important. You know, I need my doctor to have graduated from medical school. (laughs) I'm going to need my lawyer to have graduated from law school. I'm going to need my dentist and, you know, so on and so forth. So, yes, uh, there are certain positions in this country that we need that person to have that higher level of education. I'm cool with that. But even those jobs now are being diversified. So you might not have the best doctor but you got a black one you might not have the best doc, dentist but you got an asian one you might you see what i'm saying i i don't care what color they are i don't care if they're a man or a woman i want the best okay and we saw it recently with this whole submarine thing or submersive thing wasn't a submarine but nonetheless with that whole situation that happened two weeks ago the guy was quoted as saying he wasn't his company wasn't diverse enough so he hired more unqualified people to run these submersives well look what happened i'm not saying that the person that was driving the sub with a you know game gamer remote was the cause of the situation but it might not have helped i don't know none of us will know but then you have that and then coupled with that today you had the Supreme Court shoot down Biden's, uh, uh, what was, I don't know what it was called, but the student loan, uh, forgiveness situation. Right. So they came out and said that he can't do that. It's, you know, it has to be an act of Congress essentially. Well, once again, they, you have the race city races come out and say, well, how the black people are going to be able to afford to go to school, and and the smartass and me wants to say, well, "What does it matter? They can't get in." And he had the, <laughs> you had these people losing their mind on on Twitter about how uh, student loan, the the rates that you have to pay, and you're going to go bankrupt, and da, da 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 da. Here's an idea. Okay, this is just me talking out loud. Okay, you want to go to college. And let me let me just give you another example of the world of Don. Okay, my son, when he was graduating high school, now uh, let me even back up. My daughter, she's older. When she was graduating high school, she wanted to be a cook. She wanted to be a chef. Okay, so we went to different schools that do that stuff so she could get her culinary arts degree, whatever it's called. Well, <laughs> she wasn't a a fan of school. Let's just put it that way. Not that she was stupid and flunked out. She was just an average student. And that's fine. She didn't make bad grades, but she wasn't on the honor roll. Cool. Whatever. She's not flunking. She's getting her shit done. She's going to graduate. She wants to be a chef. Now, I don't know anything about being a chef. You know, unless you want some fucking uh, chef RD I hook you up, you know. But, um... I'm under the impression that you go to culinary school it's kind of like going to a trade school essentially and a you know two years you're a chef boom no 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 it's not like that it's a lot of the ones that she wanted to go to the better of the schools had um, there were four-year degree it was like going to college and so like the first two years just like any other school was basic school you know you gotta have so many credits of English and math and whatever different situations that really have nothing to do with being a cook, essentially, but nonetheless. And then the final two years or so, you focus on your your uh, your major, so to speak. And she looked at me and was like, "I I don't think I want to do that. Well, why not? Well, I don't really like school i don't want to go to like i used to call it. you graduate 12th grade right 12th grade i don't want to go to 13th and 14th grade and i'm i totally understood what she meant because i was the same way okay so she didn't go no bubbles no troubles whatever my son who um played football in high school had college um offers to a lot of different schools and not that he was going D1 by any stretch of imagination, but he, was, he would have been able to go to school at a lower level, okay? Well, my thought process was school, school, doesn't matter if you go to University of Florida or, you know, local college A if they got a football team, right? The problem was those schools are smaller schools. They can't offer the kind of scholarships that a University of Florida or, or Florida State can offer, They gave what they called half scholarships. So it's still going to cost like 20, 20, 30 grand or whatever a year to go to school. I'm like, "Hmm, yeah, you're going to check into those loans. Right. And to my son's credit, he was like, I don't even know what I want to do. What do I go to school for? Now, most school people will tell you, you know, college admissions and stuff like that. They will tell you that, um, well, it doesn't really matter if you know what you want to do. Just come to school because the first two years, like my daughter had to go through, uh, is basic shit anyway. Then you focus on your major. But he, his thought process, and like I said, to his credit, he's like, do I want to take out a student loan for however much money to go to school for something that I don't even know what I want to go to school for? You know? Why would I spend you know, hundred grand or more on, on a degree that I might not ever use. And that brings us to this whole, um, student loan debt forgiveness thing. How many people that took out student loans to go to college? How many of these people took out loans to go to whatever school took a, took shit classes and got a crap ass major, right? So I went to school and now I'm majoring in art history. Cool. Where do you work at? Oh, I work at Starbucks. I'm the assistant manager. And that loan that I have to pay back is eaten into my $500 a week salary. That's your fault. I'm sorry. What makes you think you were going to be able to go to school for a and get a, a uh, history or you know art history major? Nobody told you to do that. I mean my advice to you kids out there if you're going to go to school for whatever make sure those jobs are plentiful not one in a million or even one in a thousand because there's there might be other kids out there doing the same thing so my thought process is this and I'm going to I'm going to end the show here because I got stuff I got to do It's Friday and the wife's going to be coming home here soon banks or or however or whoever you get student loans from. Like, I don't know. I've never had to worry about that. I've never gone down that road, so I don't know. So I would assume if I'm going to go to whatever college, whatever university, I'm going to walk in and uh, apply for a student loan, right? Now, I, 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 I would assume the interest rates are relatively high. I would assume this. I would assume that. I don't know. Whatever. If you're going to go to school for whatever reason. I don't give a shit what the reason. I want to be whatever. Doesn't matter. The people giving the loan should say, "Okay, here's here's Bob Johnson coming in to go to school here for a whatever degree. Bob Johnson has a whatever GPA, he has a whatever SAT score, so he's he's a promising Student, He'll probably graduate and he'll probably get his degree in whatever he wants to get his degree in. So now I would have to say he gets this degree in whatever. What does that pay? What kind of job is he looking at getting down the road? So once he graduates college and he has his B.A. and B.S. (laughs) And uh, where is he going to work? Okay. Uh okay, let's just dumb it down. Okay. I got a business degree and I'm gonna be a manager for Walmart. Okay. I can walk in the door and be a manager for Walmart and I'm making, you know, sixty grand a year. Cool. Okay, so if he's gonna do that, he's paying he's he's gonna be able to pay the loan back. But if you have someone that says, I really want to get my art major, my art history major, whatever what does that pay? What well, pays one hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year? Oh wow, that's that's good. Unfortunately, there's only fifty of those jobs available throughout the country at any given time because you know there's not much call for an art history major. So maybe you tell Susie that wants to have an art history major that she doesn't qualify for the loan. And it's, it's a risk. It's it's like buying a house. If you don't have any kind of promise to be able to pay that loan back, they're not going to give it to you. If you try to buy a house or a car or something along those lines, something, a major purchase, and you have to get a loan for that. If you go to the Ford dealership and you want to buy a brand new truck, if you don't have a job and you don't have any cash, if you don't walk in there with $50,000 in cash to buy the truck, you just walk in there i like this truck i'm gonna buy it okay mr johnson come in here Fill out the paper i uh, noticed you didn't put anything down for an employer where do you work oh i don't work i'm unemployed what you're retired no 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 i'm just unemployed well <laughs> how are you gonna how are you gonna pay the loan and ah, i'll figure it out Does it doesn't <laughs> no canceled uh oh, i want to buy this house so oh, how much is this house oh it's four hundred thousand dollars cool All right, what do you do for a living? Living? I want to live in this house. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah, I know, but how do you earn income? Income? Who needs income if I got a house? You're not going to get the loan. (laughs) The bank will not give you a loan for a house or a car or something along those lines, a boat, whatever, if you have no means to be able to pay that loan back. So if you go to school for a bullshit degree and there's no future in that bullshit degree, guess what you shouldn't get the loan not that you personally shouldn't go take out the loan but the bank or whoever or whatever does this should not give out these loans they're in my opinion they're fraudulent loans these banks or these lending institutions whatever it is they give out these bullshit loans to people that they know are not going to be able to pay them back and then it haunts you for the rest of your life. Because you just took out a hundred thousand, hundred and fifty, whatever, whatever that dollar amount loan is, to be able to go to school for a mediocre job that probably in the time frame that you went to school, you probably could have worked your way through the company. Now, I'll also say this about that. A lot of these companies now are dependent upon that piece of paper. And it's stupid. Because a lot of these kids that are going to school and getting their degrees and whatever are fucking idiots. They might be smart. They might know. They might have some good book learning in them. But they're morons. And you guys know exactly what I'm talking about. Alright guys. That's all I got for you today. It is Friday, June 30th. Last day of June. Hopefully. I mean... Let me put it this way. I have all intentions on being here Sunday. Because I'm going to do my 4th of July show. And it's going to be a big blowout celebration of 247 years of our country's life on this planet. No. Um, but the reason I say I have all intentions on being here is this. Tomorrow is July 1st. And if certain things happen, possibly. I mean, there's a lot of conspiracy theories of what's going to happen tomorrow happens and i guess i won't be here because we won't have internet or power or anything else i pray to god that they're wrong and that this fed now thing is a trickle effect in which i think it will be i think it'll trickle into a uh you know what we talked about on wednesday where it's going to be like a, it's a it's a payment system blah 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 and it might trickle into something bigger down the road but i don't think it's going to happen tomorrow I don't think that's going to happen tomorrow. I pray it doesn't, and I pray there's no catastrophes where we lose power because I, I don't know where everyone lives. But right now, as I'm recording this, it's 520 in the afternoon. Okay? It's 97 degrees outside. That's that's the temperature. The feels like is 110. Thank God for, I don't know his name, carrier i know is the last name for inventing air conditioner because my air conditioner i have a dual stage super duper mcgillicuddy fucking air conditioner pump and that second stage has been kicking on and off (laughs) all afternoon because it's hot outside hot so i pray to god that the world doesn't Well, if the world comes in, I guess it won't matter if we don't have air conditioner. But I pray to God that the shit doesn't hit the fan like the conspiracy theorists are saying it will. Because I will be extremely mad if I don't have air conditioner. (laughs) All right, guys. Follow the show. Make sure to check us out on Instagram, the Facebook, and Ticker Talker at America. Check us out at DontTreadOnAmerica.com. And also, guys, make sure whatever podcast app you're listening to this on, you uh, share, follow, and all that fun stuff. You guys have a great day, and I'll talk to you again on Sunday.